Hello and thank you so much for tuning into the Education Burrito, podcast that unwraps the everyday challenges in learning and teaching in education, exploring the ins and outs and highs and lows and different pedagogy approaches, enhancing student engagement amongst everything in education. My name is Q Sum, and each episode I'll be joined by special guests as we unwrap the Education Burrito. Hello and welcome to this episode as part of a special podcast series to support the annual Learning and Teaching Symposium organised by the Centre of Education, Teaching and Innovation at the University of Westminster. In this special summer 2022 series, I'll be chatting with some of the speakers who will be giving us a flavour of their presentations and for you to have the opportunity to join in the conversations to find out more. So for this episode, I'm so pleased to be joined by Kerry Givenan, a learning developer from the Academic Engagement and Learning Development team at the University of Westminster. Kerry, welcome to the podcast. Hello, nice to nice to meet you. Nice to see you. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. I'm very excited to actually speak to you about what you're doing. Perhaps to start off, just to tell us and for myself to also know, what exactly do you do at the university? My name is Kerry Gilfillan. I'm a learning developer at the Academic Engagement and Learning Development team. Uh, the team consists of learning developers and um, academic librarians. Uh, the learning developers deliver academic skills support, so that would include academic writing, critical thinking, time management, exam preparation, various things like that. Uh, whereas the academic librarians would, or ac- academic engagement librarians, to give the proper title, uh, they would provide research skills help, um, that sort of thing. So basically providing students with uh, various academic skills to help them pursue their studies successfully and sort of acclimatize them to the higher education. Great, that's wonderful. So for the Learning and Teaching Symposium, you'll be presenting with your colleagues um, something along the lines of information literacy and critical thinking. So do you want to give us a flavour of what this presentation is about? Sure. So the impetus for this presentation was uh, my colleague Laura Niada identified that fake news um, and information disorder, information pollution in the current media environment is, is a real problem. Um, and we could develop some materials, some workshops to try and address that problem. felt that perhaps we could adjust our critical thinking skills delivery to address this issue of, you know, how, how to sort of adopt a critical stance in life uh, generally when you're exposed to sort of information overload, uh, conflicting accounts. There's a certain strain of populism right now in politics. It's a really, it's a time of really heightened emotion and conflicting factual claims. Um, and it seems more, information environment seems more distorted and more polluted today as a result of technological developments. Um, and so, you know, we, we thought that perhaps we could, we could adapt our critical thinking skills delivery to the political and technological climate. So in terms of your presentation and the research you are doing with your colleague, is it working with students or is it mainly working with staff across the university? So it's mainly working with students um, at the moment. We're very much trying to, you know, develop on our program and see whether we can address it further. But at the moment, what it consists of um, is some guides that we're busy developing and a couple of workshops that we've developed. So one of the workshops is on critical reading and fake news. 
and the other workshop is on cognitive biases. And so it's about, say with it with a fake news workshop, it's about highlighting what the problem is and what the causes um, of the problem are. You know, it's a really complex problem that includes cultural developments, philosophical developments. Um, obviously, you know, the trend towards relativism arguably makes the truth environment, the news environment, quite uh, quite tricky, quite contested. It's, it's and I'll, I'll go into that maybe separately. But yes, technologically, culturally, philosophically, there are so many trends contributing towards this, this confusing information environment for students or anyone to navigate. Outlines the causes of the problem, perhaps provides some strategies for how to approach information, for how to approach the information environment, how to discern motivations behind factual claims or truth claims um, try or you know how to discern where one's own cognitive biases are perhaps distorting our perception how to sort out fact from fiction it's various kind of various there are various elements to it and so Lara's workshop on cognitive biases was simply highlighting the various cognitive biases that we're all prone to you know, part of sharing what we've done will involve relating, you know, the research we've done into it and research not meaning empirical research, but simply the reading we've done on it um, in terms of formulating precisely what the problem is. I mean, for instance, you know, I've been doing some reading on propaganda because ultimately it's a question of whether the news environment and the media environment today is propagandistic and um, to what extent this propagandistic news environment is different to propagandistic news environments that we've had in the past, in the century, in the run up to World War II, etc. And if it is different, and arguably it is insofar as messages can transmit between human beings through technology in a, at a much larger scale than ever was possible before. So arguably that quantitative difference makes it qualitatively different. And so it's about kind of trying to, to characterize the problem, taking into account these, these dimensions, you know, these features of how is this, how is this a, a more pernicious problem has been in the past? How, how is this propaganda um, squared, you know, as opposed to the simpler propaganda we've had? That's very interesting. And I would definitely come to your session and see, I kind of discover how you take the information literacy and the critical thinking, not just within a certain discipline for students, but is how can we break those barriers down um, and to be embedded essentially in order to disciplines and all the curriculum so that's a very interesting point and I I look forward if I do have the time I would definitely come <laughs> and, have, and come to your workshop and and hear more about it so I want to ask of course we're not going to give away too much about what we're going to do what do you want delegates or colleagues coming to your sessions to get out of I mean I suppose um you know as we develop exercises um, to perhaps highlight to students how motivated reasoning or how um, emotion might play a role in their deliberations, I suppose it's simply exploring how we have attempted to address this, how we have attempted to, you know, expose the mechanics of thinking, the various components that play into one's thinking, one's judgments, one's deliberations. Um, to make them consciously available to students. You know, I choose this mechanism and not that mechanism. I choose against um, allowing emotion to sway me um, in, in one way or another. Or, you know, perhaps I choose emotion, but I choose it consciously. But yeah, it, it's really just trying to share with colleagues what our work has consisted of, um, you know, how we develop exercises, as I say, to expose those components of thinking. Well, that's good. That's brilliant. 
Well, Kerry, if people want to contact you to have more conversations in this area, how can they do so? Yeah, well, they can email me. I'm, I'm at k.gilfillan at westminster.ac.uk. Um, so Gilfillan's a bit of a, a tricky name, but if you simply uh, look up my name, Kerry, K-E-R-R-Y, um, I think you'll probably find me. Yeah, I'd love to, you know, if we can work some of our, some of the work we've done on this, if we can build it into modules, that would be great. Well, I would just want to say a big thank you to you, Kerry Givenen, for joining us today and sharing your work on your information literacy and critical thinking. And for you listeners out there, do come back next time as I have another conversation with another speaker from this year's Learning and Teaching Symposium. Thank you so much for your time and tuning into the Education Burrito. Make sure to hit the subscribe button on whichever platform you're listening on and be sure to like it and share it on social media, tagging us at the hashtag the Education Burrito. If you have enjoyed our chat today and fancy coming onto the show, no matter as a student or member of staff, do drop us a message as we unwrap learning and teaching in the Education Burrito.